Sunday Show Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Carmen. We got the co-host, the immortal Downtown Brown. Hey, hey. So, back to just me and you kicking it old school. That's right. The boys are back. Back in town. That's right. So, this is the episode right here that we kick it off, Brown Town. This is the one, the coup de gras. This is the one that we put all the dynasty talk, all that stuff on the back burner, because now we're doing weekly DraftKings fantasy. And so just to give a recap to some of our listeners who aren't aware of the format and how this works is we go over bullish buys, which are our typical uh, guys who we're bullish on. We know that the price point's really high on them in DraftKings, but we don't care. We say draft them anyway. And then we go into our uh, two deep. Mr. Browntown, you want to give them a little insight as to what the two deep means? Yeah, two deep. Um, you know, we, we usually try to pick two defenses. Every DraftKings daily fantasy lineup does have a defense. A lot of people want to skip over them, but, you know, as everyone knows, if you really want to win money, you got to pick the right defense to actually score points. So we we kind of give our analysis. We don't just you know close our eyes and and pick pick a defense. We got we got some good reasoning and and um, and basically we that's that's where we go. You know, it's two defenses on the two deep section. And then our pick six. That's kind of our most intriguing one. That's the one where we typically uh, there may be a little bit of friendly banter back and forth because what we're doing is we're, uh, we're saying, hey, these are value guys. These are guys that we think can can give you bullish buys num- numbers, but at a value price tag. We typically uh, get into it a little bit with those, whereas the bullish buys, I think we all, in general, we generally agree on those guys and how good they are. So, yeah, that that's kind of how the pick six goes. But then we do our under the light section, and those who are on diehard fans Aaron do you remember what I went from how I went from crazy man Carmen to Captain Carmen how did that end up how did that end up happening that's true that's true so yeah I was like mid midway through the season I was like you know what uh crazy Carmen we, we got to give you a new name maybe we change your name to Captain Carmen because you started crushing the captain lineups and then that's where you pick out you know we that's uh one and a half points um usually they're also one and a half times more expensive to pick your captain in the captain games um but if you pick the right guy it's it's worth the pick right and sometimes worth the price but as you mentioned uh that's usually um where you fare you know fare the best then yeah yeah i i think i typically i usually beat you in the captain's lineups and then i just fall short on the head-to-heads but we'll see. I mean, we'll get, we got you know we got the commission it this year, so we'll see where he he falls into this whole thing. But uh, Did- we can get get right into it, uh, Mister Browntown, if if you don't oppose, uh, and we'll go Let's right into it. our uh, bullish buys. So do you want to kick it off? Wow! So I'll do the honors as the first bullish buy in season two. Can you believe it? We're in season two. Sunday surefire. Yeah, I got I got goosebumps, but <laughs> yeah, I'm re- I'm ready to bring bring the heat here. And this is this one. It's almost like I could probably just talk for like ten seconds and probably say next. 
Um, but I, I, I got to get this guy in my lineup. And when we're talking bullish buys, this is a prime example of a bullish buy here. This is nine. This guy's going for nine thousand one hundred dollars, and that's Jonathan Taylor at running back against Houston. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just like I said, I can be fairly quick with it. But just a couple, you know, one of the biggest reasons I wanted him in, in my lineup is for one, he's playing the Texans, right? Which the Texans are the most heavily favored team to have the worst record this year. Okay, they're a plus 300 team this year to uh, have the worst record. That usually means you're you're getting the crap beat out of you, right? And that usually means teams run all over you. And oh, yeah, third overall pick. They went corner, right? Cornerback from LSU. Do you think that's really going to help them against Jonathan Taylor this year? <laughs> um, I do not think so. So they were already the second worst um, against the run last year in 2021. Uh, that's Houston, that is. And they're going against probably the best, arguably one of the best top three running backs in the league against Jonathan Taylor. So Jonathan Taylor is my number one bullish buy. I know it's a hefty price, 9100 But I was like, I, it's too good to be true. I got to get him in week one against the Texans. Yeah. I mean, look, I just told you I had my, my keeper draft and I had the first pick. Well, the way that draft actually goes, it's kind of like a lottery. So – you get to pick where you pick, if that makes sense. So I won't go too far into it, but uh, yeah, uh, we had the option to choose pick one, and it, we didn't even blink an eye. We said pick one, Jonathan Taylor, book it. So uh, I like Jonathan Taylor a lot this week as well. Uh, he's playing Houston. But I will say this, the 9,100 is what I just couldn't. I had some other plays that I, I wanted to get in there. So I know paying 9100 for Jonathan Taylor was going to be a hefty price tag. And I was like, all right, who can get me points similar at a little bit of a discount, right? So my, my number one bullish buy this week is another running back, and that is the guy who everyone's pegged as the comeback player of the year, and that's Christian McCaffrey. I, put, I, I booked him at 8500 at home against Cleveland. I mean – I don't know what else. Hey, he's another one you can probably spend 10 seconds on. <laughs> I mean, when he's on the field, it's pretty much lightning. Um, and the other part of his game uh, that you don't necessarily see in the Derrick Henry's or the JT's is he can go out there, screw around and get 10 receptions. So I like, I like Christian McCaffrey at 8,500 at home against Cleveland. Yeah. I like, I like that pick. I like CMC. It's funny. I think he went CMC week one last year too now i think about it (laughs) uh cmc's always like a good guy if you can get him in your league he's very safe like you said he's got the rushing you know rushing and the receiving with him um i'm not gonna argue with cmc i mean how could you i mean even the few games he played last year when he he was not injured he still averaged over 20 points a game so (laughs) that's what we say we want in in these picks is you you got to think of a guy that's going to score at least 20 points or more and yeah, not gonna argue, but I kind of went with a similar play styling guy with my my second bullish buy here, not CMC, um, but a guy that you know a lot of people didn't really want to talk about a whole lot in this offseason because he didn't really know what was going on with him and, and and you know off the field issues and whatnot. But um, here for my second bullish buy, you know he's playing. Um, I'm going 7600 Alvin Kamara here. Okay, 7600 against who? 
Atlanta Falcons. All right. So I really like Kamara here because he, he is a little bit of a discount. I know 76 is still up there a little bit, but when you're comparing him to, you know, you see him see Jonathan Taylor's. I really like Kamara here, against, especially against the Falcons. Um, you know, New Orleans, uh, you know, they have their new coach, but guess what? It's their, their it happens to be their old defensive coordinator. Um, so I feel, I feel he's going to be, they're not trying to lose, right? They don't get too cute playing against the Falcons, you know, play good defense and run the football and use your stars, right? Like that's just, I feel like the winning week one um, combination. So that's why I like Kamara. I think he's going to get the ball a lot. Uh, game, strip wise, game script wise is just exactly what I just said is um, I don't, I think, you know, I mentioned the Texans earlier as one of the, the team's favorite to have the worst records in Atlanta's up there too. I think they're top three and having the worst records this year. So similar thought with Jonathan Taylor, but I'm going on Alvin Camaro 7,600 against the Falcons. It's kind, it's kind of funny because I think with – and as we get into the other, you know, picks, the two, the two deep and the pick six, it's kind of funny because we're picking on the same teams. We're just, we're just picking different players. Um, so – I, I like Kamara a lot, but man, you went heavy. You went ninety-one and seventy-six, right? Right. Oof. I'm curious. Heavy. I'm curious who the hell you're pulling out at one. That'll get, that like, get fun. Um. So, yeah, I mean, what? Look, Kamara plays. He's another one. He's another guy who can mess around, go out there, and get eight receptions. Right. I mean. He's that dynamic. And there's only a few of those guys in the league where you know they demand, you know, running the rock and catching it. You know, that, that it's becoming a dying breed. I, I think most people would agree with that, right? Whereas now a lot of teams are using the J.D. McKissicks of the world as their receiving back and the other guys to tote the rock. So having a Kamara, having a McCaffrey, those type of guys – uh, are always going to pay dividends when they're healthy. So I, I have no issues with with uh, with Kamara. But my second bullish buy. Do you remember my 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 rule of thumb, week one, episode one from last year? Do you remember what it was? Ooh, um, you have to remind me. I remember a couple, but I, I it had to do think. it had to do with a certain position. And not wasting a lot of time on him. Does that oh, help you out? tight end, tight end. All right. Ding, 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 ding. All right, all right. <laughs> While we're playing, guess who do you think my second bullish buy is? Oh, let me see. Would it be Travis Kelsey? Bing, 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 bing. bing. Oh. All right. <laughs> I went Travis Kelsey sixty six hundred. Now I know that's expensive, but it's not expensive for. The one guy who would you not agree? You're the you're the resident Chiefs fan in the group. Would you not agree that if there's one guy on that offense that Pat Mahomes is going to be comfortable with, it's Travis Kelsey? Yeah, I would definitely say that. Yeah. So uh at Arizona, would you also agree that's potentially going to be a shootout? Yep, potentially. Yep. So if you got a shootout and Mahomes is binky. Give me Mahomes' binky for 6,600. <laughs> That's where I'm I, going with it. I like it. 
I like it. As you said, Travis Kelsey, I mean, when you're looking at like, um, you know, your position differentials between, uh, you know, there's a, there's a huge drop off, you know, when it comes to tight end, sometimes if you don't, you, you got to either just gamble and hit the right uh, cheap tight end, which is very hard to do in a lot of weeks, or just like you said, don't think about it. Grab Waller, grab Kelsey, grab some of those guys and, and then move on. So um, obviously being a cheese fan, I'm not going to argue with you too much with Kelsey and 6,600 as a second bullish buy. Um, you kind of see our strategies are kind of a little bit different. I'm going really heavy with some expensive guys and you're, you're even evening it out. So um, it's, it's probably, you know, it's, it pays off at times to conserve your money, um, on your overall roster. Yeah. And I think on our, uh, earlier, one of our earlier shows, I said that Pat Mahomes to Travis Kelsey will be the number one fantasy stack this year. And I'm sticking to it. That's going <laughs> to be the number one. If you're going to stack anything, those are the two guys you want to stack. I'm I'm all in on Travis. I think Travis Kelsey gets maybe 120 receptions this year. I'm being I love it. I'm I'm loving it. I mean, (laughs) I I just who else is Mahomes going to rely on? I mean, he's got to build. He's got to build a rapport with Juju. You know, he's got Sky Moore, who's a rookie. The the one constant is Travis Kelsey. So I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna hammer Travis Kelsey all year long. This might be the only week that he's available in 6,600 going forward, but I'll take it. I'll take it this week. Week one's the week to get the bargain. So I'll take it. Um, I guess that's it for the bullish buys. We can, we can go right into too deep since you kicked off the bullish buys. I'll go ahead and kick off with my, my number one, too deep. And I'm I'm going with the team uh, that I'm actually starting my lineup. And that's the Carolina defense. And that's because they're playing the Cleveland Browns at Carolina. Now, people forget Carolina's defense last year was a sneaky opportunistic defense that scored a good amount of points. And I got them for 3,400, which I thought was kind of a value play, uh, given that they're really good against stuffing the run Carolina. Their one Achilles heel is kind of the intermediate uh, pass plays and the deep balls. Uh, with Cleveland, you really only got to worry about Amari Cooper. I mean, they're kind of a one-trick pony. They're going to run the football. And so that being said, I went with Carolina, 3,400. All right. All right, Carolina. It, it's funny when, when you hear my take here because I broke the rules in this section. I only went with one, and I did it because I literally put this defense in in every single one of my line, lineups. I'm so bullish with this defense this week that if I'm wrong, I, I don't even know what I'll do with myself. And for a while, I, I think, <laughs> uh, I think last year you, you were thinking of, you know, thinking of a nickname with me with some defenses, but that's how bullish I am with these guys. I have, I'm not saying Carolina is a bad pick because, you know, they don't have Watson. They got Brissett under center. They, like you said, they got to worry about the run. Um, so yeah, their offense is probably not going to be, you know, high flying, but however, my, defense that I chose in every single lineup that I have this week is the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> right. So I went 3,700 New Orleans Saints for a couple of reasons. Right. So for one, uh, I think one of my strategies I said last year that I like doing, do, do you remember this? And actually it's funny. We both are doing it. I'm not sure if you did it on purpose or not, but uh, we're stacking defenses and running backs. 
Oh, and, yeah, yeah, I forgot that. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you probably didn't realize you did that with CMC, but I'm doing it with Camara and New Orleans. And what that tells you is, you know, and this is a funny thing, is I don't know how the Saints are only favored by five and a half points against Atlanta. I don't care that they're playing Atlanta. I mean, that's, I mean, that is three point. We usually say, hey, they give you at least three, so maybe they think they're going to win by at least eight still. Um, I mean, we know your thoughts on the Atlanta Falcons this year, and you saw what the Saints could do against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers last year. Can you imagine what's going to happen against thou shall not be named quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons? I was going to say, I was going to say, you better not say it. I know. You better not say it. I'll kick you. you I'll kick you off the club. I'll kick you off the club. I learned my lesson. Thou shall not be named is what he goes by this year. You're damn right. You're damn right. (laughs) Until Ritter, until Ritter's the starting quarterback, which is probably about week four. Right. So I love it. I mean, the game, the over under is 42. I mean, I mean, I don't, I would even say stay away from the, the over under. Cause I think the saints are just running up the scoreboard. Kamara's going to go off. What's what's the over under? It's 42. Oof. Man, five and a half. So good. They're so good at putting those freaking numbers together. Man. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, 42 is still one of the lower ones. 38 to 42 is usually one of the lower spreads in the league, but I hey, guarantee that are... game's like 24 to 10. Exactly. Right. So that's that's the reason why I like Camara so much. I like the Saints defense. Um, they're fourth fourth in points allowed last year, tied for third in uh interceptions. So thou shall not be named. <laughs> he has a very high chance of throwing a pick. Um, I mean, against pretty stout defensive players. I really love the Saints, and that's the reason why they're literally my only. I did not go too deep this this week. I went one deep. <laughs> New Orleans Saints. And that's just how how bullish I am with them. I just I literally I didn't even want to think about another team. Every time I wanted to, I'm like, I just can't pass up the Saints. So I went with the Saints defense. Uh yeah. thirty seven hundred. Yeah, no, I love the Saints defense. I drafted them in my in my draft. It just happened. Um, uh, I'm all in on the Saints defense. So uh, my second defense just happens to be the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> oh, there we go. I just, okay. I just couldn't. I just couldn't afford them at 3,700. Uh, so I wasn't. I was being too cheap to shave the extra uh, 300 off somewhere else, and uh, I went with Carolina. But what you said is I, I just – I second all of those comments, right? So, <laughs> I, dude, the Atlanta – now, granted, we did do this last year, and we changed the world on its axis a couple times. I know. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and we picked on – and what's funny, Aaron, if you don't remember, we picked on the Houston Texans, and we picked <laughs> on the Atlanta Falcons. Exactly. Those are two teams we picked on religiously, and it burned us. So <laughs> – it did. Maybe, and that, hey, it's funny the, you picked the, on you picked on Mills and he ended up starring the rest of the year. <laughs> he threw three touchdowns against three the Patriots. Touchdowns against the Patriots. <laughs> oh my God. So thou shall not be named. I mean, there's no way in hell he does anything. But I like the Saints as well. So I I I I second your opinion on that. And at thirty seven hundred, that's a that's a good buy. You know, I they're gonna they're gonna end up at double digits this week for sure. So that's all I got for too deep. Aaron, let's get into the nitty gritty. Here we go, brother. This is the one where we typically butt 
heads a little bit here. Now, pick six, we usually say it's, you know, three to 5,000 unless it's a quarterback, wide receiver, or running back, right? That's that's the general rule of thumb? Yeah. All right, yeah, so- I mean, there's there's a couple scenarios that we, we might give each other a little bit of room here and there if we can make a good case. But, yeah, generally between three to five, and sometimes we could find like a 2,500 that's pretty darn cheap, but that doesn't happen uh, too often. Yeah, I mean, I have a 5,500 wide out, um, but that's as high as I went. So you want to kick it off with your first uh, pick six? Sure, I'll go first, and I know probably wondering, well, how am I affording some of these guys? I got, you know, Jonathan Taylor at 9,100, Kamara 76, Saints 37. Um, I, I'm kind of a little bit up there in the pick six on my first one, and then you'll see a big drop later. <laughs> but um, I went 5,400, all right, on a running back here, and I went Elijah Mitchell. All right, so I'm going three running backs this week in my, in my uh, lineup with Taylor, Kamara, and Elijah Mitchell. Um, and I really like Mitchell, uh, against the bears, right? So, um, the bears actually were a decent defense, uh, last year against the, against the pass. And they were, I believe fourth in sacks, right? So they got after the quarterback, put a little bit of pressure, but guess what? They couldn't stop the run to save their lives, right? They gave up over two, 2,100 yards on the ground, um, much like the Texans, they didn't really have that many great offseason um, acquisitions on the defense. So, and they lost their best defensive player in Cleo Mack, right? So, um, I really like Elijah Mitchell here. He he, they were resting him a lot in this offseason. He he was tending to a hamstring a little bit, but he's already back at practice, going full board. Um, I love the Niners uh, just running all over the Bears this uh, this week, uh, which is another combination of, hey, you, you think that's going to happen? So um, throw in the running back. And then another thing to not to mention is the Niners are kind of going to probably be a little conservative with Trey Lance. I mean, he is, you know, to make sure he doesn't have first game jitters. They don't want to lose the game, you know, with play calling or putting putting Lance in the wrong positions. I think they can trust their defense against the bears and run the ball. And that means Elijah Mitchell uh, should have a pretty good game. So I want Elijah Mitchell as my first pick six player at 5,400. All right. Yeah. I like Elijah Mitchell. Um, I like the matchup. The only thing I don't like is he's always like one play away from being out of the game and, and, and in more than one sense. Right. So, if history's shown us anything with with uh, Kyle Shanahan, is that what you think you know about him and running backs? You don't really know anything. And I think it was like it's just three years in a row now, or four years in a row now, where you thought X player was going to be the man in San Fran, and it turned out to be someone else. So uh, that's the only thing that scares me with Mitchell. But at fifty four hundred, you can't argue too much about it. He is um, back at practice. But, you know, how those things go with hamstrings, one play here or there, and that's the only thing that scares me with Mitchell. But I like I, I think he has the potential to have a big game, um, especially because I do think they're going to, you know, dumb down the offense a little bit for Trey Lance. I think they're going to try to play conservative, rely on their defense. I mean, and why not? They're playing against, uh, let's just face it. I mean, that might be the worst offense in the NFL. It's pretty bad. 
I who, think Mike, I mean, who? Mike Martz, I think former Mike Martz oh, said that uh, he called it the worst offense he's ever seen. <laughs> I've seen that I mean, comment. it's Daryl Mooney, David Montgomery, uh, Justin Fields. That's your big three. Yep. <laughs> not really. Uh, I mean, you might make a case for thou shall not be named. <laughs> I mean, Atlanta's definitely the worst, but I mean, the beers are not that far behind. So yeah, I like, I like, I like the idea there. And um, so my, my first pick six, I'll go, uh, I'm going to go quarterback here and I'm going to go 5,500. Because at a starting quarterback at 5,500 is ridiculously cheap. Uh, and so I'm picking on the Houston Texans as well, but I'm going with Matty Ice. 5,500, just give me that all day long. He's probably going to have, you know, two tutties, probably throw for like 250 yards. He'll have a solid day at the office at 5,500. So I'm picking on the Houston Texans as well, Mr. Browntown, but I'm going to pick on, pick on him. I think I think they give up forty points, <laughs> so I don't. I think there's going to be plenty of slices of pie for everybody, wide receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks. Yeah, I, you know, Matty Ice. I mean, that's that's pretty cheap. What was it again? What was the price? Fifty five hundred for a starting quarterback. Uh, yeah, I mean that you can't go wrong with. I mean, Matty Ice is you know we'll do Hall of Famer, right? I mean, we think just how good he's going to play this year. Only thing I'm slightly worried about is like you have to rely on him like scoring quick and early, which is very possible. I'm not saying that's not going to happen, but I feel like if the Colts do run away with it, it's just turn into like Jonathan Taylor show or maybe even back up second strings, third strings, fourth strings. You know, I mean, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but um, it's just where, hey, like after two touchdowns and they're up, you know, three, four scores, how much more is he going to put up points for you? But you know, if I'm wrong, and even if he gets like a, you know, a lucky goal line, you know, screen or something like that, even on top of it, then yeah, you can turn it in a three touchdown day. That's going to be, I hate it for Jonathan Taylor having him at 9,100, but um, you can't go wrong with a quarterback that cheap, and he is good. So he does probably have a good chance of, um, I think anybody has a good chance of scoring against <laughs> the Texans this week. So, I mean, hey. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with it too much, but it does. I'm a little, like, scared a little bit just when, I, when I'm when i thinking well, about how that game's going to go. Well, here's the only thing. I would I would agree with you if it was the midway point through the season or toward the end of the season. The beginning of the season, uh, you're trying to get everything you can uh, under wraps, consistency, more plays. That's typically when you see guys – not come out early, even if they're up big, because you're still trying to run plays. You're still trying to try new plays. So I would agree with you if it was, like I said, the middle point of the season, but being week one, I don't, I think even if it, even if Indy goes up 40, Matt Ryan's taking that last snap. Gotcha. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they'll probably keep the foot on the pedal and um, I agree with, I agree, I agree with that. So um yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that price with that quarterback, too. So, like I said, you probably have a pretty even even team. This is where my lineup starts to get. Um, let, let's see let, <laughs> let's see what you got uh, here, right? So, for my second pick six, I like I said, first was 5,400. 
I dropped two thousand dollars right here down to thirty four hundred. Okay, but I do like this week one because you know week one and you I can, swear to God, this was Curtis Samuel. I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not the new Will Fuller this year. Uh, he'll he'll come. He'll come one of these weeks, maybe. But <laughs> Curtis Samuel was actually more expensive. He was like forty four. Uh, I'm sure you looked at him. I looked you at probably, him. You probably searched. You went right into the search button and tucked in Samuel. I know you exactly. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. But no, I went a thousand cheaper. So I went thirty four hundred. I went Randall Cobb. All right. So this is a guy that is not, you know, like much like Camara. Uh, like you don't. Nobody's talking about Randall Cobb in the off season. You know, dynasty redraft. You know that it, you don't really hear his name too much, but I really love Randall Cobb, and especially for Week One against the Vikings. All right, so as we know, I think the Packers are going to be, you know, play good defense, run the football this year, beat up on the bad teams. But hey, I think in that division, the Vikings is going to give them um, the most fight, right? In that, in that, uh, in that division. And actually, Vegas is kind of leaning that way, too. Green Bay's only favored one and a half points. And I, I really like that, right? So I like that kind of tells you it's going to be a back and forth game, a close game. And to me, that screams Aaron Rodgers needs security blankets. He needs his dump offs. He needs his gadget plays. He needs Randall Cobb. All right. So it's somebody he's familiar with. You know, maybe Lazard might be the one over there. I, I think, I mean, everybody's saying he's the one, which... He may as well, he could be, but he's still going to be looking for familiar faces week one. Um, when, when, the, when the time is rough, you know, tough gets going, I think he's going to look for Randall Cobb. Um, I think he's the, the second option over there right now. Um, maybe even first, week one, like I said, until he establishes more rapport with guys. So um, for a couple of those reasons, the back and forth, the security, familiar faces, we know Rodgers likes that. Um, I mean, he asked for that. He requested for that guy to get traded to the green Bay last year for some of those reasons. So 3,400 Randall Cobb is my second pick six guy. 3,400 34. Yeah. There's a, a really smart person told me this once. Uh, there's a reason why there's a reason why he's 3,400. You're breaking out all the, all the good ones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's probably because he's 150 years old and <laughs> I think you meant I think you meant to go with someone that rhymes with Cobb. And I think you meant to go with Romeo Dobbs. <laughs> but you maybe you that was a clerical error on your part, is what I'm hoping. Because Randall Cobb is probably the fourth wide receiver in that offense, but just oh my god. But hey, thirty four hundred. I bet I bet Lazard and Dobbs have bigger games than Cobb. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. Pee, I'm not trying to piss on your Cheerios, Aaron Brown. But I, I'm gonna go ahead and piss on Cheerios. Um, I I think Cobb's best days are way beyond him. Yep, he has the rapport. But here's the other part. Uh, Minnesota is not exactly great at uh, defense, so it could be one of those weird games where Aaron Rodgers just throws for like 200 yards and one or two touchdowns, and the Green Bay just runs the football all over them. So, who knows? Who knows how that? I, I'm not. I don't really love the Cobb pick. If I'm if I'm gonna be honest, I mean, I like the price, but I'm not exactly sold. I, I think, yeah, he'll have some weeks where, you know, where Aaron Rodgers throws him a touchdown or two, 
and it's like, Ooh, back in bed, you know, back in business, but it's too <laughs> inconsistent for me. Well, I, I will tell you last year and that when the games got close in green Bay in the weeks that remember they had Devontae Adams, they had Alan Rod, um, Alan Lazard. And when Aaron Jones was um, injured, Rogers was uh, throwing a cob, right? Like he, there, he had the multi-touchdown games. He, he still looks for him. And then, you lose Adams. It's a tight game. I mean, Vegas thinks is one and a half. If you think Green Bay is going to blow it out, then you don't go with them. I, I actually very sneakily kind of like Vikings and money line to, to upset them week one. But, hey, even if that doesn't happen, I don't care. Like, let's not get too much on the betting. Even if it is close, that's, that's where I'm going with. If it's close, I feel like Rodgers is going with familiar faces. So that's my reasoning there. Yeah, the, and the familiar faces being – Hot, turn, you know, go three yards back and turn around and hand the ball off. <laughs> all right. That's, all right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. So I'm going to go ahead with my next uh, pick six and I'm stacking. I'm, I'm going stack city 5,500 and 5,500. And that is none other picking on the Houston Texans again. I'm going with Michael Pittman. 5,500 for a wide receiver one against the Texans. They just lock and load it, book it. If they're going to throw a touchdown, it's going to that guy. If they're going to throw anything, it's going to that guy. I like the price point. I think it's cheap for uh, a wide receiver one. Book me Michael Pittman at 5,500 all day long. Yeah, Pittman, that's a guy I love this year. Um, Obviously, I've talked about him a little bit in the offseason. Um, it, I, the only thing is I just have the same opinion with Pittman is like game script, script wise. I mean, do, unless we're shaking the universe up again, do we really think, I mean, yeah, Matty ice goes off and he throws two to three touchdowns. Chances are it's going to Pittman. Um, but Hey, are they really going to be needing to throw the ball that much in the third and fourth quarter? Um, we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll definitely, <laughs> definitely see if lovey can turn the, the Texans around who are, are still favored to have the worst, Worst record in the league. We'll, we'll see if week one will, will surprise some folks. But that's my only hesitant there. I mean, I looked at Pittman a lot of times. I actually threw him in my lineup a couple times. Every time I did, I'm like, I started thinking about that. So I went away from Pittman for those reasons. I just got a little scared thinking how, imagining how that flow is going to go. But um, it's definitely not a pri- bad price. 5500 is cheap, especially when you're stacking with Ryan. So it's, it's a good play. If it, if it, if it, um, if it works out for sure. And you're, you're definitely saving, saving some cash. So I like that part of it, but I am still scared a little bit of like just the Colts just running all over Jonathan Taylor, just running all over him and them not even needing to pass at all. Yeah, no, no, I get, and I get that part. I just, I viewed it as like week one through like week three. I kind of view it as like your extended, practice like that's your time to work out your offensive kinks that's your time to like even if you're up big you 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 try your gadget plays like that's your time to do all those type of things and when i was looking at this week especially with DraftKings, i was looking at it as like when else am i ever going to get a qb1 and a wide receiver one for 5500 it's probably not going to happen like so yeah. I just figured I figured I'd strike while the iron was hot. 
So true. I, that's why I went with it. You know. Yeah, I mean, Pitt, that's probably the cheapest Pittman's going to be almost all year. So I mean, you're definitely getting getting him probably the cheapest he will be all year. So can't argue with that. And to your point, yeah, if they just want to score and stomp on their throats and work things out and really make sure their offense. I mean, that's the game to do it when you're playing the Texans and, and you know, not not making fun of fun of any Texans fans out there. But, yeah, I mean, like I like I said, I mean, that's that's has a chance of just getting ran all over them. Um, but, you know, it could be in the passing game as well. So especially if the Texans surprise uh, the Colts and score a little bit, too, especially early, then that's that's what you want to see is you want to see the Texans maybe score in their first possession or something. That's going to be the best scenario for your lineup. I'm I'm thinking, but hey, for my last pick, this is this is uh, I went even I went even cheaper than Cobb at 3,400 here. So, are you ready? Oh my god! I'm hoping Go right here. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping here. I might uh, you might cut me a little slack because I actually picked a Giants player. Oh, I love all it! Right, whoever it is, right. I like it. All right, all right. So I went three thousand dollars, and it's funny. Um, remind you, I went JT ninety one hundred, Camara seventy six hundred. Um, and actually, I didn't even bring this guy, but I got the top rated QB. I got Mahomes as my my number one quarterback too in this lineup. So I'm really going really heavy. Really hoping my pick six guys shine. Um, but this is the one I'm a little shaky on, but I do like some of these reasons. All right. So three thousand dollars. I went Wandell Robinson. Wandell Robinson. Wandell. I knew it. I knew it. I was gonna guess it. I was gonna guess it. Got it, Wandale. So I, I, I like Wandale here for a couple reasons. They show they, they really want to use him. He was the forty third pick in the draft. All right, for the Giants, showing, hey, they're they're gonna keep trying to build this wide receiver core. Um, you know, they spent a whole bunch of money on Galladay. It's not looking like he's on the upside of his career. Um, but so I, I think they're still gonna get him involved. And a couple more things is. Sterling Shepard, I think, is going to play, but he's coming back from a torn Achilles, right? Um, so how many reps is he going to get? Um, Shepard, um, you know, I, I think pretty low. He might not even play that much, right? Um, number two is Tony. Tony's been dealing with the same injury they, that had him out last year, too. So um, Wandale, Tony, kind of a similar player. Another another thing about the Giants, I think what they're trying to do, they're kind of the writing is a little bit on the wall. When you saw that forty third pick with Wandale this year, they're like, "Hey, and bringing over the Bills coaches, their head coaches, hey, what what kind of formula can we try to build with this offense to to maybe win some games?" Um, obviously, the big deep threat Galladay receiver with Daniel Jones isn't working, so hey, let's let's get some um, you know short you know short route guys short. Uh, hype guy with Robinson as well. He's quick. He's like Tony. I think they're going to have a lot of plays um, that are just short, quick, you know, yak plays. And that's right. That like writes Wandale Robinson all over it. So they do score. I do think they're going to uh, get Wandale involved to get creative. I mean, I think they're going to have to against the Titans. So cheap. I mean, that's I'm in the weeds at 3000, but I kind of like Wandale for, you know, the Giants are dealing with injuries. Galladay's not doing too well, and hey, I got a, I had, I had one hundred dollars left over in the, in the uh, account after this. So I see what you're doing there. You, you intentionally pulling at my hot strings. There you go. <laughs> That's it. I like, I like the ability and the skill set of Wondell Robinson. Right. 
Um, my only problem is there's a lot of mouths to feed over there. And for all intents and purposes, I've, I've been saying this and I'm beating the drum on this with the new head coach. It is going to be the Saquon Barkley and Kadarius Tony show. And everyone else will just fall in line. But at 3000, if he ends up with five catches for 60 yards, you're happy with that performance. Right. 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 So, I mean, you're not asking a lot for 3000. Right, you double digits points at three thousand, then you won. That's a, that's, I mean, that's the name of the game when we're talking DraftKings, right? So, for that reason, I like Wando Robinson. I mean, Tennessee, they're gonna play a grinding, you know, type of football game. Here's the deal, though: the Giants are gonna, you're not, you're not gonna just run the football on the Giants. You know, they actually have a uh, a pretty decent defense. You know, uh. Arguably one of the top defensive linemen in football resides on the New York Giants. Um, so everyone knows you shut down Derrick Henry and you force him to throw the football, right? So I like the game script a little bit for Wondell, whereas like it might be a close game. There may be some plays underneath. He could have a decent day. I think he ends up with, you know, three to five catches, 50, 60 yards. And I think that's I think that's decent for three thousand, if I'm being honest. That's that's kind of where my head's at with him. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was going for too. I was looking at my lineup. I I, I am trying to aim for at least ten points. I mean, and and on sleeper with half point, he's they they think he's getting just over eight. So um, you know, there is some thoughts. I I do think it does depend on what what's going on with Shepard if he's truly going to get reps or not. Um, and then Tony, if he can truly play, but Hey, if, if Tony and Shepard can't, uh, play the full game, then, oh my gosh, I, I struck gold with him. Yeah. I think he has a, he'll have a good day. I mean, I, I still think it's a Saquon Barkley show until otherwise, but I mean, they've got, they've got Barkley lining up in the slot. They got him moving out to X receiver. They've got a lot of different things they're doing with Saquon this year. So I'm kind of bullish on Saquon uh, this year. I think he comes back to being a top five uh, running back. But, yeah, I mean, at 3,000, I, I can't argue. Um, and now my final pick six, and this one I know you're not going to like because this is someone who has burnt you so many times, but I'm all in. I know I'm exactly all, who it is. I'm all in here. And I'm going 3,500. Evan Ingram. I knew it. At Washington. And here's the reality. The Jaguars defense is horrible. They're going to have to, they're going to have to pass the football. And someone's going to get the ball. And all you need at 3,500 is Evan Ingram to have a touchdown. And he's paid for himself. And in the last preseason game that mattered Evan Ingram did just that so I like Evan Ingram 3,500 I know you hate Evan Ingram because he burned you so many times but at 3,500 Jacksonville at Washington I Washington is not really uh they've got a great front four right so what do they do they get after the quarterback right what's the best thing you can do 
uh, with a defense that can get after the quarterback, oh, you throw you throw passes underneath. Who do you throw them to? Either running backs or tight ends, typically, right? So Ingram could have one of those days where he has four to six catches, forty yards, and a touchdown. That thirty five hundred, I'll take it. I like Evan Ingram thirty five hundred. <laughs> it's funny you paying my response as well. It's like. It's almost like with these last guys, we both set each other up. Because <laughs> you know I can't say anything bad against Ingram other than he's burnt me. But I do like the guy. But um, I can't. I can't I can't have an opinion on it other than um, I'll just talk about the game. Is I think it's going to be a slot. It's got sloppy game written all over it with uh, Washington and in, in, um, Jaguars. So, I mean, it's either a lot of blown coverages and, you know, a lot of screwy plays and, and weird scores or just really sloppy football, low scoring, boring game is the only other alternative I, I can see. Um, so that's all I'll say. I agree. I mean, it, it, 3,500. Uh, I mean, don't even tempt me. I don't even want to go back and look at some of my other lines. I don't even want to throw them in. <laughs> You're already thinking Because <laughs> you'll it. burn me. I You're did like, look at 3,500. I know. I, I mean, I did look at him, but to your point, he's just he's just a player that's almost on my my ex list. And then it, I don't know, he's got to earn my trust back with the uh, with the Jags. So it could happen. I know he was one of your uh, breakout guys this year uh, for them. He is. Um, I like well, I like the coach too. You know, right? I mean, I like the situation there. So yeah, no, we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm on, I'm not, I don't know. You pegged me. <laughs> just I think it could be a sloppy enough game where it could be that could be a good pick, but I'm gonna stay away from him just because he's just scared me too many times. He's burned me, like you said. Gotcha. All right. Well, now we'll get into the under the light section. And boy, oh boy, has the NFL just nailed the opening game. Have they not? I mean, they oh, just yeah. nailed it. Every right? year. We we typically sit we typically say we're gonna use a Thursday night or a Sunday night and for under the lights because it's typically a night game that we're choosing. This was like about as easy as it gets, Mr. Browntown, to pick a game. I mean, I, I to be honest, I didn't even look at the Sunday night game. <laughs> I yeah, I don't even know who's playing Sunday night. <laughs> I have no I don't even know what it is. All I know is it's not gonna be as good as Rams versus the Bills. I agree. I agree. That that that's that's a game uh, I'm looking forward to. That it's like the perfect game. I feel like to 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 start the this week. I mean, we're talking like two. What are we? Two days away? A day away almost? Oh, I can't wait. I got I yeah. Wait. I got goosebumps thinking about it. Right. So Bills Rams. You, yeah, I love it um, as well. Um, talking the talking some odds here. They it's funny. Um, they actually have the Bills favored by two points, even though it's at Rams. So it's Bills favored by two at Rams, and the over is fifty one and a half. Love it. Love the, anything over fifty. Opening game. Um, let's start off with just those. So, what do you think about Bills favored by two over fifty one and a half to start this combo? Bills and the over. Bills and the over. Yep, that's what they got. Oh, that's what you like. Yeah, well, that's what I like. Bills in the yep. over. Yep. Okay. You know what's funny? I uh I like it as well. Right. I, I I I it's it's minus two. My initial thought before I even looked at the spread is I actually think the Bills are gonna 
clean house against the Rams. Ooh. I don't know if it's going to be as close. I mean, it's probably going to be a good game. But I'm just saying my initial thought is I feel like the Bills have so much to prove. They got their they got their hearts tore out from them last year. Um, so I, I think I think this is a game for them to say, hey, this is your what if. Like, we should have been in the Super Bowl last year. Um, they're ready to roar and go. Um, I also like the Bills in this game. And, hey, it's first game of the year. Why not bet the over? So I'm actually going to agree with you there. Yeah, I mean, some might argue that the Bills, this is the year the Bills go to the Super Bowl. I mean, I know you're a Chiefs fan and you're not with that noise. But, I mean, short of Josh Allen just leaving, I mean, he played it perfect. There was no other way to play it other than the fact that he still gave Mahomes the ball back with some time left, right? So, but, I mean, we can get into that another time. Let's just get into this game. The Rams are great. They have a good defense, uh, you know, top three, top four defense in the league. Here's the problem. Josh Allen doesn't care where he plays. He doesn't care who he plays. Week in and week out, he's coming to play. (laughs) That's the reality, dude. That is just – there's a certain swagger. Me and you talked about it last year. There's a certain swagger with Josh Allen uh, that is almost unmatched. And I, you know, I two points. I don't care if it's in Matt Stafford's backyard. I'll lay the <laughs> point. I'll lay the points. I think I think it's close. I don't think the Bills uh, steamroll them. But people forget. Do you know who the number one ranked defense was last year? Uh, Bills. The Bills. The Bills. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so they come into the Rams traveling in with the number one ranked defense a top three offense in the league, uh, an emerging wide receiver in Gabriel Davis, another weapon in, in, in Cook, right? And a quarterback. I mean, you just start checking the boxes and you look at it like, okay, uh, who would you rather, Josh Allen or Matt Stafford? As good as Stafford is, you're going to – and Stafford's had issues all offseason, uh, you know, with his health, Right? So you'll take Allen in that scenario. Right? As great as Cup is, you're going to take him over Diggs. And Robinson and Davis, that's almost a wash. I, I, I just, I don't know. I think the Bills are the younger, hungrier team. I think it's a close game, but I'll lay the two points. And, you know, I'll, I'll, definitely, I'll definitely take the Bills and the over. Because I do think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's one of those, you know. Right. 30, 30 something, 40 something to 30 something. It could be up in the 70s for all we know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how true it, it is or not, but I mean, they always say, you know, the Super Bowl hangover as well. I mean, and to your point, you got a team as hungry as Bills. I mean, that's just like letting a pit, pit, pit bull loose, you know? So, oh, yeah. They, they've been itching. They've been itching to get back since that loss. I mean, that loss. That's the type of loss that you go right back to the gym the, the day after. Yeah. yeah. And you start working, right? And so so we'll get into it here. I mean, my captain pick uh, for this game, though, is, is, a, is a Ram. And I went with, I went with Tyler Higby at 8,400. And here's the reason why. When you're playing against the Rams, you have so much to worry about with Cooper Cup. And then now the addition of Allen Robinson and Cam Akers, that Higby 
is going to kind of fly under the radar. And he's probably going to have like a five or six reception day, you know, could have like 60 yards in a touchdown. And at 8,400, I think that's kind of the value play in this, in this, in this captain game. So I put him as my captain and it allowed me, Mr. Brown, to get Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, Gabriel Davis, and Josh Allen in my line. So I, I figured that's the play to make. So that's what I went with. All right. So Higby, I probably, I don't know. I didn't go that route. I'm not, I definitely see it as him just being a sneaky, like, oh, let's just throw him wide open as with one person, one safety guarding him, you know, in the end zone. And, and, um, you know, but like you said, the Bills have such a strong defense. I think their D, their pass D, is um actually their strongest um part of their defense. I think if anything, I think the Rams have to run it a little bit and then open up to their superstars. Um so I didn't go that route. I didn't even honestly I didn't even think about Higby. I'm not saying it's wrong, but my mind didn't even go there. Um so I'm I'm probably out on Higby. Um but like I said, I I literally didn't even think about him. So it could be a sneaky play as captain, especially if he gets a if he gets a touchdown and maybe like 50 yards that might be sneaky that because you got all the other stars in there. So that's, that's probably not bad. Um, you can probably guess who my captain in, is this week. And uh, it's Davis fan. <laughs> I didn't even think of twice about it, man. So, well, I did tell you, I, I, I did first have Josh Allen as my captain, which I think obviously he's going to put up points. But as we know, if you get, if you get a wide receiver that blows up in the game, and he's your captain, like that's the highest score, even regardless of the quarterback, right? Because they get they get more points. Um, so I think Gabriel Davis is gonna pick up where he did last year with that playoff loss. Another reason, hey, Rams have Jalen Ramsey, right? So I mean, he's gonna be focusing on digs. And you know, it's not one of those strategies where Ramsey will call that on the defense. He will guard digs if he gets mad or something like that. Like it doesn't matter whatever strategy they have, if they don't you know, they Ramsey will go over to Diggs at some point, or if not the whole game, um, because Diggs burn him. Um, he's burned him in the past. So I do think uh, I like that matchup. Um, that's you know who's the second corner in in at the Rams, and that's kind of that was their weakness last year. They actually gave up, you know, I think it was fifth most passing yards towards the end of the season last year. Um, so I really like Gabriel Davis here um he's my breakout player i've been talking him up all off season i think <laughs> i think he's got a he's got to walk i he's got to walk the the talk for me right so i was at it's funny i was able to use the exact same lineup even having Allen as my captain or gabriel davis and i'm so bullish that <laughs> i actually kept davis in as my captain because i i think if he has that blow off game he'll score more than josh allen yeah i i uh I put Allen in essentially. Uh, I, I mean, um, in, to begin with, but then I was like, "Damn, I really can't get everyone I want in." It's because uh, of the price point. So I know with Higby, I could get a Rob Cup, Allen, and Davis. So I went. That's the route I went with it because I was just like, yeah. "How else am I going to get as many stars in the game?" And in a game that we both think there's going to be lots of scoring, you want as many high profile players in those type of games. 
Right. So I was right. just like, you know, that the best, the best scenario for me was to put Higby in there. Cause he was the lowest starter from a price point perspective. So I was like, well, Knox is more expensive. Davis is more expensive. a is more expensive. Allen, Stafford, Davis, Cup. These are, they're all more expensive. So I was like, who's the cheapest starter who can score points but allow me to get as many? Because like, like you always say, Aaron, with the game script, if we both agree it's going to be a high-scoring affair, well, then you want as many of the starters in the game in your lineup, right? So I, that's kind of that's kind of the route I went with Higby. Yeah, no, I like. I mean, I think we say in some of our under the lights games, like there's some games you think there's going to be just one theme, and you may, you know, get lucky with the with with a couple, you know, just one having one just known person. But I think to your point, this is going to be a star. I mean, there's so many stars playing in this game. You got to get them in your lineup. I mean, Gabriel Davis isn't one of the top ones, so I still like that. I was still able to get Allen. Um, I think I, I, I do have Allen, Cup, um, Robinson, Allen Robinson as well, uh, and then it drops off a little bit. Um, but I, I, I basically got Rams' best receivers, uh, Bills in there with Josh Allen too. So we, we're, we're definitely getting both, you know, both teams a, a lot of the stars. I think you have a little bit more stars than me. Um, but I, I kind of, I am hoping that Gabriel Davis has a, another big, big day. But I am also playing that I think Ramsey can lock down Diggs a little bit. I mean, I think Diggs can still get his. I think it'll be a high scoring. So I think um, should be fun. Definitely should be a fun game. Um, but hey, definitely unique. I, I did not even think about Higby, like I said. So that's that's a good angle too. Yeah, I, mean, I just looked. I literally looked. <laughs> I literally said. Show me all the starters because I just thought it was going to be high scoring games. I was like, all right, Higby's the cheapest starter. I'm going with Higby. I think maybe Singletary might have been cheaper than Higby. Nope, nope. I'm, I'm pretty sure Higby was more, was cheaper than Singletary, too. Right. So I was just like, give me the cheapest starter in a game that's going to be high scoring. Only reason because I want to get as many high profile players in there. So that that's what I went with. Gotcha. Um, you got any uh, hot takes before of we course. wrap this thing up? Of course. Yeah, you, you, you attacked my uh, attacked one of my pick sixes, so I got to come back a little bit. So, Oh, boy. <laughs> my hot take is, hey, when when this game comes out with all the lines, if you're better out there, take Cobb over receptions and anytime touchdown as the same game parlay. I love Randall Cobb this week. And so <laughs> Cobb receptions and anytime score as a parlay and you'll lose your money. <laughs> I love it. Nah, I love hopefully, hopefully you're right. Hopefully you're right on that one, Aaron. I mean, it could happen. It could happen. It could. Uh, my hot take, my hot take is the giants go into Tennessee and win week one. Ooh. Okay. Home. Okay. Yes. Yeah, save, save the rest of your home. I mean, maybe get your, actually get your home or, no, it's no, I'm throwing out it out the there now. now. <laughs> yeah, new, get, it, get it out the way early. <laughs> new, we got a new head coach, new sheriff in town. This guy has come from a winning tradition who wasn't, you know, I mean, Joe Judge is, get, it, let's get real. He was like the third or fourth in command in New England. 
you know, the new coach right. here, this this guy was the he was the the kernel of what we saw in Buffalo. So I like it. I think Tennessee's offense is too one dimensional. The Giants go in there, bet the Giants money line. All right. You know, I don't have any – you know, I like it because they're NF- NFC teams. They beat up on an AFC team. Helps the Chiefs. So, yeah, <laughs> if I, I look mean, at I it that way, I'm not going to – I don't know what the spread – I don't know what the money line bet is, but I'm sure the Giants are dogs. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I fr- good. I don't know. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, so that kind of wraps up week one. Pretty, you know, I, I'm I'm ready, man. I know, I know you are. I know you're itching to come back. Oh. You know, the re, redraft top topic wasn't as, as much as your forte, but it, you, yeah, I knew you were just talking before the show. You you were amped up for this week. And if and I'll, I'll throw this out there as a little caveat to gamblers out there, if you want to bet a sneaky, like not sneaky, but like he's going to be such an underdog, it doesn't hurt to throw like fifty bucks on him. I would say bet Nate Diaz in the UFC fight against Hamza Chemaev. Oh, wow. Money over. I mean, <laughs> he's going to be such a dog, Aaron. He is. He's going to be such a dog that it's almost worth throwing 50 bucks on him. Because if he pulls it off like he did like he did against Connor, he was a huge dog against Connor, and he pulled it off. So you never right. know with Mr. Nate Diaz. The guy, the guy can pull out a rabbit out the hat. He's on the last fight of his contract. It's an opportunity for him to step out winning. Uh, I, I think, I don't think he's, like I said, I don't think he's going to win. If you would ask me, like, if I had to bet my mortgage, I would tell you to bet Shemaev. But what I'm saying is, if you got 50 bucks and you want to throw it out there on big odds, then go ahead and put it on Nate Diaz because – there is a chance that he does pull it off. All right, well, that's fun. I, I like you. Br- I like that you brought up MMA a little bit because, uh, as everyone knows, we did dip our toes in uh, um, college football as well. So make sure that if you haven't already, that you're following Robin Baskets uh, for your your college football picks. He's going to be coming out with some videos, some good picks on Twitter as well. So hey, when you're thinking of Sunday Surefire. You're, you think of football, right? Get your get your bets in on some college football on Saturday. Win a little bit of cash. Throw in a little MMA from Carmen on Saturday night. And, hey, you got some playing money. Even more playing money for your Daily Fantasy Sunday DraftKings uh, lineups. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he crushed that Illinois pick, right? That wasn't that oh. his call? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Illinois. I mean, not, not, their, not their week two, but week one he called Illinois. A lot of his uh, on, on our on our preview for the season, um, you know, go back and listen to some of those guys. Um, I think TCU they they played pretty good. He's got he's got some teams that he he brought up on that week one when you're thinking about them the whole year. So definitely tune into them. Him Robin ba- that's Robin Baskets on uh, on Twitter. He'll give out some more picks. Let's win some money on Saturday. Give you some cash for Sunday. Jeff Kings with us. Um, and hey, that's that's a match made in heaven. I agree. Did uh did the commission submit his lineup for our three way head to head? He did, he did, and actually that's a good point. We're we're gonna have commission here coming up. We'll get some three. I even like that uh, even more. We'll, we'll we'll reveal that when he comes back with us and do, does some daily fantasy. Um, I think we'll even get a little stronger for the listeners. You got you got three way perspective on 
on the same amount of players we cover in a week that can make a lineup. So we'll talk about that uh, when he comes back. But yeah, he's in the mix. We'll see who comes out on top in our in our little uh, Sunday Surefire League. Last last year, I, I, I uh, ran away with it towards the end, but it, w- it was pretty close throughout the season. Yeah. Right now, he's on uh, the diaper train. So That's right. <laughs> Oof, my diaper train days are long gone. <laughs> All righty. As I like to say, peace. Guess who just got back today? Them wild night boys that had been away.